The Nerdy Me Podcast presents The Week in Geek with your anchors, Alan and Jonathan, with the five-day forecast, the weather wizard, and Casey Jones on sports. Good evening, this is Alan, and welcome to The Week in Geek. Jonathan, what's in the news? Alan, tonight we're going to talk about what Disney has in store for some of their Fox properties. Well, which I guess are now Disney properties. <laughs> uh, some of the other, you know, we talk a lot about Marvel and uh, Fantastic Four and X-Men. But Fox has other properties. And uh, Disney kind of talked a little bit about at CinemaCon. This week in Las Vegas, they talked about some of their plans. So let's see what they got. Um, besides the Marvel properties of Fantastic Four and X-Men, they also had uh, Planet of the Apes, Kingsman, Avatar, Alien, and Maze Runner movies, which I guess are a thing. <laughs> yeah, they're like three deep or two deep, I guess. Right. So Avatar was already planning on having like four uh, sequels anyway. So, and James Cameron is a huge player in Hollywood, so... Disney's really not messing with that relationship. So I, I think they're still moving forward with their planned sequels. Um, Did one you say four sequels? Set, four sequels, yeah. The, the, next, first one, this, oh, the first sequel is set to be released next year. Um, the Kingsman, who they just had a second movie last year, I think, or mm-hmm. was it two years ago, was it? Uh, whatever, the Sultan Circle. And they're having a third installment of that one, and they're doing a prequel film at the same time. They're, they're working on them at the same time. I think the prequel is going to focus on Colin Firth's, char- Firth's character <laughs> when, he was, when he was younger. Yeah. Um, before I continue, what, what, are you, what are your thoughts on the Kingsman series? I mean, I only saw the first one. I only saw the first one, too. <laughs> and, and I only I just, saw it recently. I probably saw it within the last year. Yeah, you know what's weird? I, I, I don't find this to be very squeamish, but I, that church screen, uh, scene was disturbing to me. I found it gratuitously violent. That was pretty brutal. And it's, yeah. you know, there are a lot of cool scenes I, I don't mind watching over again. That's not one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, that's pretty brutal stuff. I mean, it's it's interesting how they filmed it, but it was that's brutal. All right. All right. All right, so anyway. So the next one, of course, Alien. The thing is with Alien, I hope Disney... Or we'll have better idea what to do with Alien than what they're doing recently with um, Covenant and the one what's the one that came before that. Well, whatever the last two Alien movies, I didn't. I saw both of them. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't understand them. Uh, and then the, the Planet of the Apes movies were good. Yeah, I like. You know, the thing is, I those are movies I enjoyed. I like. I really enjoyed all three Planet of the Apes movies. Had no desire to watch them after I watched them the first time. Like, yeah. it was like. I think I was sad, so I'm like, oh, this is a good movie. I enjoyed that was a good two hours. And then I'm like, eh, I'll <laughs> see it again. <laughs> yeah. So it's weird because I love the original Planet of the Apes movie. Um, yeah, so apparently they're going to continue with that. I don't know if they're going to continue or reboot. Here's the thing also are they going to reboot these things? Are they going to continue them? Who knows? Um, the current iteration of X Men is going to end with X Men Dark Phoenix. So, which I, I don't think surprises anybody. I, I, I think pre- people are assuming that when Marvel Studios takes over X Men, they're going to hire their own, you know, all new cast, all new stories, uh, yeah. free free of the uh, 
I, I'll call it the Brian Singer universe, you know? Right. Um, so we'll see. Although I guarantee if Hugh Jackman would come back as Wolverine, they'd do it. Old man Logan. <laughs> that's something I can definitely see. Well, they kind of they kind of did that with Logan. Yeah, that's true. Do you think that they're going to con- – well, they probably won't, huh? They probably won't rely on the previous history of Wolverine. No, they'll probably start all over again with a new actor. And yeah. It's one of those situations where it's how do you – like they got to get Wolverine cast right because he, he, you know, you don't want him to, but they're going to compare him to Hugh Jackman. Sure, sure. You know, you know even – yeah, I was going to say even Michael Keaton, you know, nobody stood up to Michael Keaton until Christian Bale came along. That was what, almost 20 years later. So if so. they recast Wolverine, do you want to see a Hugh Jackman Wolverine or more of what the comic book represents Wolverine? I mean, like a shorter. Yeah, shorter, yeah, stocky. Shorter, hairier. Hairier. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's got to be good. Yeah, right. Uh, he's got to be a good actor. I don't know. Mm. I mean, I don't know because the Hugh Jack. Because the thing is, even in the comic books, it's not like they play him up as a short. Oh, that's short true. Guy, you know, yeah. what I mean, just, he's just Wolverine. Yeah. I think they kind of let that go. I don't even know if it's brought up anymore in the comics. Yeah, that he's supposed to be like five five or something crazy. Like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, who knows what his DNA and his mutations could be like? Maybe that's just part of his mutations. Right. Who knows? So, uh, refresh my memory, Disney. When it comes to Disney owning Marvel, is the only, I guess, sub-franchise they don't own is anything Spider-Man related? Is that the only thing that they don't have? Are you talking about in the movies? Yeah, the cinematic universe. Right, because Sony still has the rights to them. Because there's some rule that you have to make a movie every couple of years or the rights revert back to them, hmm. to Marvel. So that's why, I think that's why we got the last Fantastic Four movie. Oh, just to do it. Kind of. Well, I think they wanted it to make money, but I don't think they really cared that much. Right. Because it showed like they didn't care. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think, because I think at one time Daredevil was someone else's. Well, yeah, whoever, because they made a Daredevil movie. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Ben Affleck. I, I don't know who, maybe it was Sony. Maybe Daredevil was Sony. I'm not sure, but they kind of let that lapse because they're like, eh. Yeah. I also think that's why you got Punisher Warzone, too, so they could kind of keep the Punisher brand. I wonder if that's why they did Venom, because it's not Spidey. It is a Spider-Man, you know, within the Spider-Man universe. I wonder if that's why they did that. Oh, Maybe, well, no, I think I think they're like, we have all these characters. We want to make a good movie. You know, and they worked out. We don't know the deal that Marvel made with, with uh, Sony to use Spider-Man. Yeah. You know, so, you know, they got to be getting something for it, which I'm assuming is money. Yeah. You know, and we don't know what the, how long the deals were because this will be this will be his what fourth movie, right? Civil War, Infinity War, uh, Homecoming. Homecoming, and Endgame, I guess, and Endgame now, and then yeah. So wow, Spider Man by the end of the summer, Spider Man would have been in five Marvel movies. That's crazy. Yeah. So if it's let's say the deal is for six, that would let him finish out this trilogy, right? Yeah, so <clears throat> who knows? Yeah, who knows? And then what happens? Does he go back to Sony and do they pick a new actor and start it all over again? Right. Or does he, you know, or does Tom Holland fight um, the guy that played Eddie Brock? I can't remember his name now. Oh, uh, Tom Hardy? Yeah. Do we have a Tom? 
Tom versus Tom thing in a couple of years. <laughs> it almost seems inevitable. How do you not flesh out Venom and not actually introduce Spider-Man? I don't know. I mean, look well, what they're funny. doing with Joker. I mean, it almost looks like this could be, you know, no superheroes in, in the Joker universe. Yeah. Well, I think Into the Spider-Verse, the cartoon they just did, well, animated, I want to say cartoon, the animated movie that, that was that did so well last, at the end of last year, um, I think that was a Sony movie. So maybe this is how they, maybe Venom is in a different universe than the, the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, so they don't need to use Tom Holland. They can introduce their own Spider-Man. Hmm. Was was uh, any Venom characters in the in that movie? Mm, not that I remember. No, no, hmm. no. Interesting. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So that's uh, Disney plans for some of the Marvel properties. I mean, some of the Fox properties they got. Yeah. Well. Interesting. It was bound to happen. Yeah. Well, people were wondering what they're going to do. Disney's just taking over. They really are. I mean, when you yeah. look, I think was the last twig you mentioned, like everything that they own. It's like everything. It's like every like pop culture property. It's insane. You know, do. 10 years ago or even five years ago, if you ever thought about, oh, you know, Marvel and DC characters being under the same roof, you'd laugh. But yeah, I can see it. I can see DC buying, you know, the DC arm of Warner Brothers if they want to get rid of it. You know what I mean? Oh, good Lord. Could you imagine if DC and Marvel were both in the same universe? That's insane. I I don't know if I'd like it. Well, maybe kind of like what they're doing with Fox. You know, they have the Fox movie studios separate from right. the yeah, Marvel Studios like that. thing. Yeah, that yeah. would be weird. I mean, Warner Bros. would really have to be tanking for for them to be, you know, susceptible to a buyout of some sort. Yeah, willing to sell the characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Uh, who knows? Well, Warner Brothers isn't doing bad either. They have Harry Potter. They have DC. Yeah. Uh, they have a bunch of stuff. They're, they're doing, doing just fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but I think my biggest concern is, you know, when, when will this bubble burst? And I think it's coming close. Uh, it burst for me March. Did it? Oh, come se- on. March 2nd or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Did anything important happen that day? I don't know. Garbage. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, man, after Endgame, I'm just like, I don't know. Uh, do you think they do another long thing that leads up to a big thing? Or do you think they're just going to make movies now? You mean, you're talking about like uh, Kevin Feige's faces, you mean? Well, you know how all these movies are pretty much building up to Infinity War and Endgame. You think they're going to do that again? Like have all these movies build up to something? They're going to introduce another massive MacGuffin or something? I think so. Oh, boy. I, I think so. I mean... Follow the a blueprint that's successful. How do you okay. not do that? Yeah, that's true too. All right, let's save this talk for our end game. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Chat. That's true. Okay. All okay. right, Alan, you know what time it is? It's time to hit it. Yeah. Hitting it quick with the news. Oh, that's better. I like that. You actually got more words in there. Our first quick you know hit, Jonathan. You know it's cool when you point it out. <laughs> <laughs> Our first quick hit, Jonathan, going back to Disney once again. The Disney chairman confirms that more Deadpool is on the way. And I think there is a lot of speculation as to what would happen to Deadpool because it's it was their – what? Rated R, right? That was a big right. thing with Deadpool is, is how hard it was. Yeah, it was a hard R. Yeah, that was a hard R, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, that was yeah. like one F, F word away from an X. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, one, so... One naked boob away from an ex. 
<laughs> Do you think Ryan Reynolds will still be involved with this project? Oh, absolutely. He is Deadpool. He, he loves is Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. If you follow him on social media at all, he's all about the pool. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. So, like we said, uh, Disney's going to have Fox as its own studio, kind of like Marvel Studios. So they'll be able to still put out the rated R Deadpool movies without um, tarnishing the Disney brand. Right. Well, do you, do you think that even though they are separated, that you would you would ever see Deadpool mingling with the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh yeah, they're gonna yeah, they're gonna have to. But doesn't you think that he he's out of place though? Because he breaks that 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 fourth wall. Uh, I don't know because if if you want, when you see the Deadpool movies, everybody else plays it straight. They kind of ignore him when he breaks the fourth uh, yeah, wall. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. that's true. Okay. I mean, it depends on the movie, like. You're not going to drop him in Endgame and have him do all this stupid crap. But, <laughs> right. you know, you drop him in Ant-Man, it would work. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess you it know? depends on the film. That's true. Could you imagine him and Doctor Strange or him and Spider-Man? That would be a great movie. I would love to see Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah. yeah. All right. And just just have Tom Holland like, dude, who are you talking to? <laughs> that's right. Constantly doing it. All right. Quick it. Alan. Yo. Staying with Disney because Disney owns everything. <laughs> and if they'd like to buy our services, I'm willing to sell. Um, uh, it was announced that Disney Plus, which we are definitely getting now. Yeah. Um, is, there's going to be a Hawkeye series starring Jeremy Renner. And it's rumored that it's going to be about him training Kate Bishop to take over for him. Uh, Kate Bishop is the new female Hawkeye in the comic books. I don't know how... He meets her. I don't know who she is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Rumors are that she's in the in Endgame. There's a lot of rumors, but who knows if it's true. And uh, we'll see. Um, now, it might not be Kate Bishop. It might be maybe his daughter. I don't know if her name's Kate, but uh, it could be his daughter. Who knows? But mm-hmm. apparently it's going to be about him training his female successor. Hey, how genius is Disney to bring in... Their known actors from the cinematic universe to kickstart their Disney Plus series. I mean, it's uh, like you said, it's it's almost a no-brainer to sign up for this, and I think this this is like one of the reasons why. How do you not see something like this? It's it's amazing well, what they're doing. You know what I find amazing is that all these movie actors are willing to do TV. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, look at yeah, look. They've true. gotten they've got Tom Hiddleston. They've got I and mean, he's done TV before, but Tom Hiddleston. Uh, Scarlet Witch, right? Um, you know they got they got most of them to agree to be the voices on, on the cartoons. Uh, what if? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's insane. I, I, I like is this the love of Kevin for Kevin Feige? It's, I mean, if you're Jeff Loeb, you got to be mad because you know Kevin Feige was the head of Marvel movies and Jeff Loeb was in charge of the TV department. But it's like Feige's like, ah, this this is streaming. This isn't really TV, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I got this, Jeff. You can have a seat. <laughs> oh, man. I make Cloak and Dagger, dudes. Right. Well, I made it humans. Yeah, that's why you're taking a seat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's in the contracts. I mean, look how much money uh, Avengers has made. I, I think you can throw a, a few bucks to all these people say, hey, you know, start off maybe the first key episodes and then thank you very much. And we're going to, you know, tell the rest of our story. Yeah, I mean, and I think you'll see maybe the Hawkeye will be a one-season thing. And didn't we talk about something else being a one-season thing? Well, anyway, uh, Loki, and we don't know if that's going to be a lot of oh, seasons. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. 
a vision scar, which we don't know. But yeah, it's it's I, I don't know, man. Psyche's killing it. That is a good point. I wonder if they're in their eyes this Disney streaming isn't considered TV to them, to these actors. No, you know what it is? I think I think it's a situation where they, they enjoy working for Marvel. I mean, if you, you look on you, you watch the guys do uh, interviews and stuff like that. They love each other like they're they're like friends in real life. Right. All the actor, most yeah. of the actors, and they love who they work for. They love Kevin Feige. So I think it's a situation where Kevin Feige is like, "Look, we want to do a Hawkeye series. Are you interested? This is what you can pay. This is what it'll be about. This is the kind of input you'll have." Yeah, and they're like, "Okay." Yeah, really. Like, I don't think they stop to say, "Oh, it's TV. I don't want to do it." You know True. what I mean? Yeah. Hey, you want work? Here's work. <laughs> No, I think it's beyond that, though. I think it's like, I think they actually enjoy, you know, our biggest complaint about Jeremy Renner was that he never looks like he enjoys being Hawkeye. Yeah. But maybe he does, you and know. Does. And uh, Yeah. But, I, you know, they've been doing the Endgame press tour, all, most of the actors, and it's amazing. It, like, they really just get along with each other. They, you know, if you follow anyone on Instagram, they're like, Robert Downey Jr. birthday just passed, and they were all like, just, you know, and it's not just like, hey, happy birthday, bud, I worked with you. It's like, like you would talk to a friend, you know what I mean? Like sure. how to talk to it. Yeah. So was, oh. There's like true love between them all. And it really I shows. think so. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I saw, I was at uh, Jimmy Kimmel and the original six Avengers all got an Avengers tattoo except for Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Yeah. So they all got an Avengers tattoo. Um, That's pretty cool. It's pretty, I think it was, it was Evans and Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson's idea, they said. Yeah. It's it's cool. It's like a, a hodgepodge of all the symbol, symbols of their characters. Oh, is that? I didn't see it. They didn't show it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like, like. There's you can see a shield. You can see a hammer in there. You can see an A in there. Yeah, I just thought it was the A, the Avengers A. Yeah, it's like a hodgepodge of all their symbols, which is pretty neat. And it's pretty cool. That's the original six. Yeah. You know, it reminded me of when, because um, uh, all the all the guys on the Fellowship of the Ring got got a tattoo. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Except for um, John Reese Davies, because he's Jewish, I think. Oh. Oh, yeah, here it is. Is an arrow? No, that can't be here. Is it? All I see is an arrow and a circle and a... Yeah, the, the symbols aren't as distinct when you look at it, but, like, someone went online and kind of, like, pieced together what each symbol means. Oh, all right. Kind of like one of those things. Oh, there it is. I see it, yeah. It's kind of like you have a picture of these triangles, and how many triangles do you see in this picture? Well, you know what's funny is, uh, so they they all get that the Lord of the Rings people. I forgot what they got, but they all got something. And then the Suicide Squad guys, they got SKWAD tattooed. <laughs> they didn't even spell it right. I mean, so <laughs> awful. The movie tanked. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. All right, let me see here. So we got what's the six stand for? <laughs> Cap Shield. The original six. All right. Oh, okay. Is it three sixes? That would be free. Wow, that's... Well, the Hulk's a stretch. Just paint it green. The hammer's a stretch, too. <laughs> anyway, it's nice. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how many people out there do you think are going to go get that? Give me this tattoo so they feel like they're one of them. Oh, like, probably yeah. a couple. I wouldn't be surprised. That's just... That's just so... Ugh. <laughs> I would rather get... I, honestly, I'd rather get the A. I wish I would just gotten the A. The Avengers A? Yeah, that would be yeah. sick. Because you know a lot of people would do that one. Yeah, well, a lot of people already have. Yeah. yeah. A. A. All right. All right. 
<clears throat> More Marvel news, Jonathan, of course. We just talked about Marvel taking over the world, and they do have the X-Men. But when will they be coming out? According to Kevin Feige, it won't be for a very, very long time. Apparently, Phase 4 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe will last five years. And in that five <laughs> years, they have no plans of including the X-Men or the Fantastic Four, so he says. So he says it'll be a while before we see something like this. Do I believe him? No. <laughs> I don't, there's no way. There's <laughs> no way they're keeping... They might keep the X-Men off the screen for five years because there was an X-Men movie coming out this year. Yeah. But there's no way they can't... They, they would do. They would not do a Fantastic Four movie. But what now, he's saying I, is that, Face, everything's been planned out already in regards well, to storylines and the movies. You know how one builds into the other? Yeah. And, and so that's that's his contention is that they, this is yeah. all planned out already. Alan, remember when they planned out this phase and the Humans was a movie and Avengers, if any war was going to be part one and part two? Right. Liars. <laughs> Liars. I mean, and what if, I don't know, I mean, is it fan casting or are, are these actors really interested? Are, are Krasinski and Emily Blunt really interested in being part of the, of the Fantastic Four or is that just fan casting? That's fan casting. Oh, okay. I was yeah, gonna say you gotta consider age too. You know, Krasinski. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. That's why you can't wait five years. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you're right about that. Well, we'll see. In July, I mean, they better come big at San Diego Comic Con with some plans, so we know what the heck's going on. <laughs> but like I said, X Men, you can see five years, and little the little, little X Men Easter eggs throughout, like you know Xavier yeah. School, or yeah. you know, like they'll mention Xavier or things like that. But I get it. If you put a movie out now, waiting five more years isn't that bad. Right. But they got to do something with the Fantastic Four property. They yeah, that's, it's been maybe, a while since the second one came out. Maybe you won't see a Fantastic Four movie. Maybe you'll see Doctor Doom in a movie or you'll oh, see – Oh, true. You know, you know, remember, true. they have access to the villains too now. That's true. Oh, that's a very good point. Thank you. Huh. And Black Panther is technically part of the Fantastic Four universe. What? He was in the Fantastic Four for a bit. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. Yes, he Okay, no, I, hey, I believe you. <laughs> well, it sounds like you don't believe me. <laughs> no, I believe you. No, no, I believe you. Just because I don't know doesn't mean it didn't happen. I believe you. <laughs> you know, no offense, dude. You're not going <laughs> to compare my comic book knowledge to yours. Come on. No, I just don't remember that, though. Because it happened. When did it happen? It happened before I, even I was reading. It happened in like the 70s, I think. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, well, cool. Dude, well, you know, you know the Hulk, Iron Man, not Iron Man, the Hulk, Spider Man, Ghost Rider, and, and Spider uh, Wolverine were a Fantastic Four at one point. See, right? that would be that would be pretty interesting. Yeah, that lasted like two issues though. It was like such a big deal. Yeah, was that a McFarlane or a Eric Larson cover? Huh. Or Bagley? It might have been Bagley. It was somebody? I gotta mm. look this up. Yeah, no, I, I I doubt it was Bagley. I wonder if I have this. Oh my god! They, you know, you got to come over, come east for a week, and we'll just sit in my mom's basement and look at all my stuff that's a show in itself you kidding me yeah. i'm gonna bring my wear my indie hat and a flashlight on my head <laughs> to peruse all well, we, stuff. My, my mom's basement has electricity dude oh, oh yeah but it's cooler if you turn the lights off and i'll bring a ouija board <laughs> you're making stuff weird now <laughs> yeah Why not? yeah all we'll right see. i so, didn't think about the bad guys i mean you, you got to see the baxter building and shots of new york and yeah, they have to make reference to it if they don't make the movies per se. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, if that, I mean that that makes perfect sense. At least drop drop some names, drop some ideas. You know, mention Doctor Richards, you know, or something like that. Um, yeah, that definitely works. 
Exactly. Because that, that's all you need to get people excited. Yeah, kid, yeah, Easter eggs. Everybody loves Easter eggs. Yeah. yeah. And Easter's is just around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, did that, we did that right. I'm not going to do oh, that. We did, <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> all right. Okay. Quick it. Quick it. What do you say, EO? B-O. Oh, okay. I don't know where that's from. Uh, Alan, I got some box office numbers for you. Do you? I do. All right, this past weekend, Shazam opened up. Or, um, if you want to say it correctly, Shazam. <laughs> um, opened up to a weekend gross. Where's my weekend number? Oh, here it is. Uh, $53.5 million. Uh, it opened up number one. Um, the foreign box office one is 102 for current worldwide take of $167 million. Um, I don't know. I mean, not a huge weekend for Shazam, but not a bad weekend. Right. Now, it costs $100 million to make, which doesn't include advertising, I don't think. So as of now, uh, two, four, five days open, it's got 167 million worldwide. Are we ready to call Ant Man a success or a failure or what? Shazam? Yeah. It's a success. I mean, like the tomato score is very high. People are speaking very highly of it. There's there's nothing negative in the news about it. So you're gonna see repeat repeat performances of people going back to the theaters, I think. Okay. Word of mouth. I mean, what else? What's uh, coming out this weekend? So, well, it's weird because we're just so used to these huge openings. Yeah. Yeah, a fifty-three million opening. You're like, meh. <laughs> but wouldn't you say Shazam is not a top-tier hero either? It's kind of like DC's Ant-Man, I guess. I mean, Marvel's Ant-Man. Um, I mean, right? Your big would be you're, the you're whole right Trinity. Like DC's it. Oh, did I say that? Yeah. Um, I don't know though because it's a good. DC movie and people have been I mean they saw Aquaman which was really good um, but he's known uh, and, and Momoa I think is bigger than than Zack oh definitely it's definitely bigger than Zack yeah. so for what it is I, I would consider it a success so yeah Momoa is so big he didn't even need a costume <laughs> <laughs> yeah stupid battle armor ah, anyway uh, <laughs> alright well let's see let's see if it has longevity because you're right I don't think anything huge is opening up until a couple of weeks from now, right? Yeah, nothing uh, big until Avengers. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't, oh, what's this weekend? Oh, Goonies is re-released this weekend at Regal. Yeah, yeah I, I can't top of my head think of what's opening up right. up until Avengers. So it's it's got three more, two or three more weeks to really make make some money. Yeah. All right, number two, number two, the box office Alan, was the remake of Stephen King's Pet Cemetery, which you're the horror guy of our group. What do you think? Are you going to see it? Did you see it? Mm, my daughter wants to see it. I'm not allowing her to see it. So, oh, okay. Yeah. This is, this is something you want to go see? And it doesn't interest me. I mean, I, I saw the first one. I mean, it was okay. Okay, well, domestically opened at... Uh, the weekend opened at $24.5 million, 17.3 world, uh, foreign, and then worldwide of $46 million on a $21 million budget. So it doubled its budget. All right. So that's definitely a success. Yeah. Um, it's getting good reviews, too, Pet Cemetery. And then in third place was Disney's Dumbo. Um, Dumbo's weekend was $46 million. Wow. 
Oh, no, it's open weekend. My bad. Uh, it's currently at 79 million domestic, 218 and a half worldwide for Dumbo production budget of 170 million. Wow. Eesh. You know how many times I was going to go this week to see Dumbo and IMAX, and I just kept canceling the ticket? <laughs> how like, come? Because yeah. I was like, eh, what if I don't like it? <laughs> and it's almost like a free ticket because it's the A plus. Right. That's that's what I'm, I decided I'm doing with this A plus. I'm seeing IMAX as much as possible. <laughs> oh, there you go. That makes yeah. more sense. So I might go see uh, Shazam in, in IMAX. There you go. Uh, and even though it's fallen out of the top three, Captain Marvel was number five, and once again proving that you and I know nothing, it broke a hundred. I'm, I'm sorry, it broke a billion dollars worldwide. Good lord. Yeah. Is it okay? You know what that means? Plenty more Captain Marvel coming our way. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it Captain Marvel, or is it successful because it's a Marvel movie? Uh, no, I don't know. You, know, you can't say that because Ant Man and Doc Ant Man Two didn't ah, make that kind of. That's true. True. And nah, yeah, right. It's. I don't know why it's as successful. I don't know. I, don't, I think Ant Man Two was funnier movie, a better movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't tell you why. Okay. I guess people believe the hype. <laughs> Ant-Man 2 only made $623 million worldwide. Wow. Captain Marvel's made $400 million more than Ant-Man and the Wasp. I don't get it. Well, no, I do get it. Like I said, when I saw Captain Marvel, it was in every single movie theater in my in my movie box office, right? Right. It, 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 literally, every 15 minutes it was showing. It, it's, it's manufactured numbers. How do you not see that movie? You know, if it's taken up every single minute. Whatever. No, I hear you. Yeah. Well, it's funny is we did our Iron Man show over the weekend, and um, I was shocked at how comparative, comparatively, how little Iron Man made. Well, for its yeah. time, I mean, you know, it's Marvel movies was still an untested thing. It was our first produ- movie production, so. Wow, all right. Here's a, here's a quiz. Here's a question I think you're not going to get. Okay. Which of the Marvel Cinematic movies made the most domestically? Domestically? Civil War. Mm-mm. Hmm. Iron Man 3. Nope. Black Panther. Oh. Well, that makes Black sense. Black Panther made $700 million. Infinity War made $678 million. Domestically. Wow. Domestically. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I, ha- I would like to see because I know if anywhere made more than Black Panther globally, but I can't do it. Um, Iron Man three is in fifth place, so Captain Marvel is now in ninth place. Uh, it goes Black Panther, Infinity War, Avengers, Age of Ultron, Iron Man three, Civil War, Spider Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain Marvel, Spider Man. Oh, well, they threw Spider Man two in there. Oh no! All right, I'm sorry. Spider Man is the original Spider Man. So it goes Civil War, Guardians, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, nope, Spider-Man Homecoming, and then Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Okay. Yeah, what do you think the least, least performing? Wow. Winter Soldier didn't make that much. Winter Soldier only made 260. Really? Uh, remember, this is domestic. Uh, least Ant-Man. Mm. Doctor Strange? Wait, I'm looking. Oh. You said Ant-Man? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say... No, it was... You're close now. It was The Incredible Hulk. 
135 oh, million. I forgot about that 100, one. 135 million domestic, and then came. This makes me sad. Captain America: The First Avenger, 177 million, and then Ant Man, 180. Okay. I thought Ant Man made more than that. Thank God for the global, huh? <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's right. Anyway, can't count them out. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so I would expect Shazam to keep making money until Avengers comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Jonathan, do you still watch The Walking Dead? I do, and it actually had a good season this past season, but everybody stopped watching it. Wait, is it over already? Uh, The season's over, yeah. Oh. Remember, they take the season split into, they they start in October, do eight issues, episodes. Yeah. Then they come back in February, do eight episodes. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So so the second half is done already? Yeah, the season just ended. Just like that. Wow. Okay. Well, there's going to be more zombie uh, shows on TV, Jonathan. AMC is launching a third Walking Dead series. I am, I'm shocked. Let me guess what it's about. Okay. Is it about people? That survived the zombie apocalypse and how they get through life. Wow. It's pretty pretty spot on, man. <laughs> I, could have, I could have written this one. <laughs> That's right. ABC is back with another uh, show, Untitled Third Series, but it will focus on two young women growing up with the undead and how they kind of cope with that. Isn't is it a that- comedy? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm do really you get sure. when two young women grow up with the undead? You get hilarity this fall. It's all in the music, you know. Have like the music company. Yeah, so I guess it depends on that. But yeah, I, I can't believe that they're doing something like this. But I believe it. They're going to milk the crap out of this cow. <laughs> well, I guess it depends on budget, right? I mean, if you don't have to put a big budget, like spend a lot of money on it, then I guess you can be okay. I always thought that this this whole Walking Dead thing, that they spent buco bucks on special effects and makeup and people and all that stuff. So, I mean, I, I think no, that's no. a dream. But if you pick up two people that are unknowns, well, it won't be so bad. Yeah. Well, but if you look at how – if you look at the ratings for The Walking Dead in its heyday, those numbers were crazy compared – because people don't watch – I mean, we grew up in a time when – you know, the last episode of MASH gets almost a billion people watching it. Or not, No, that's crazy. Almost 100 million <laughs> people watching it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're used to those kind of numbers. So they were getting like 15 to 18 million or something like that an episode. That's huge nowadays. Wow. You know, so, um, yeah, they're going to, like I said, they're going to milk the crap out of this. And I'll be honest with you, Walking Dead got better. And okay. um, uh, the season before that, Fear the Walking Dead got better. I mean, they did a lot of retooling. There's only like one original character left from Fear the Walking Dead. Oh no, kidding! And they brought, yeah, and they bring some really good actors too. So, well, that I like. Okay. And um, yeah, so we'll see. I mean, this new shot—it's going to be overkill. Because even though the season was good and I watched it, I was like, "All right, can we?" It's the same old. It's you know they they have a they're in the community now, and there's some outsiders with his own gang or her own gang that wants to mm-hmm. screw it. You know, it's just the same crap. Okay. Well, they're filming their first 10 episodes this summer. They're going to start, and the show is scheduled for a premiere on AMC in 2020. So not too far off. Click it! Uh, Jonathan, speaking of Shazam, Dwayne Johnson says, The long-awaited Black Adam movie should start filming next year. I was shocked not to see him in this particular movie, 
but yeah, he will come out and film the next movie. It will be a solo film, which should be interesting. And uh, I'm excited for this one. All I know is that Zach Levi has about two years to start beefing up because The Rock is freaking huge. Oh my god, he's a monster. Yeah, Zach Levi is going to look like a freaking kid. I don't care how many pads he put on his his costume. See, here's the difference. Zach Levi wearing Shazam, that's a costume. You know, when Dwayne Johnson puts on that Black Adam outfit, he he's gonna he's gonna pull a freaking Aquaman. He doesn't need fake muscles. Yeah, they'll just paint his chest black and put a yellow light on that. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's all they need yeah. to do. You got Black Adam. Well, I was just watching this YouTube thing about why Man of Steel stank, and I'm watching <laughs> I'm watching Henry Cavill in this costume. And look, there's some def- you know muscular definition in the costume, molded. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. But it's not like Zach Lee, like, oh my god, you could grab him. But a space between his <laughs> neck and the front of that costume, it looks like one of those blow-up samurai things. Remember the office? Oh, yeah. They fought by the lake. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, it, it looks very awkward. Yeah, it really does. Especially now when you see him doing his, his press release. Uh, look how how slim he looks. He's a svelte man. Yeah, he <laughs> is. Yeah. He's not bulky. Right. Yeah, it's insane. Anyway, so we'll see. Didn't they kind of tease The Rock in Shazam? Didn't Did like they? remember when? Remember right before Billy when Billy is in the subway and the guys talk to him about you know giving him his powers. He's like, we had a champion once, but he went bad. Oh yeah. Did, didn't they show like The Rock, or was it just? I don't yeah. know. I thought maybe maybe because I wanted it to be The Rock, I saw The Rock. Okay, yeah, I don't remember seeing that, but that, but they did allude to another person that it went oh, okay. bad. Yeah, that's true. I thought yeah. they showed like a, silhou- a silhouette or something, maybe. Because that's going to be sick, because it's going to be basically Dwayne Johnson killing the Marvel family and leaving the last Shazam left. Uh, spoilers. Oh, sh- sorry. <laughs> Oops. Wait, did he really kill the Marvel family? Well, isn't that what he says in the movie? I don't know. Yeah, because he realized that it's a family of, of the Marvel, whatever, or a family of the Shazam people. And he was the last one left. That's why they had all those empty um, thrones. Oh, you mean the old... I thought you meant the current one. I'm like, you can't kill that little girl. No, no, I'm sweet. sorry. No, no, the, <laughs> yeah, the, the old old Shazam. See, that's the problem uh, with this movie, Shazam. They're no, they don't have specific names. They don't... Well, there's Mary, there's Mary Marvel, there's Captain Marvel Jr. But they don't say that. Not uh, in the movie. Well, because they can't say... They can't use Captain Marvel, that's why. Why can't they use, why can't they use Captain Marvel? Because it's Marvel owns it. But DC has his, his name is Captain Marvel in the DC universe. Dude, the com the comic books are different. The, 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 I'm sure the laws are different. The comic books than the uh... oh, yeah, but they can't put Captain Marvel on. The, they can't call up any of the titles Captain Marvel. That's why it's Shazam. Well, that's true. But you know what? Even as a kid, I always referred to him as Shazam anyway. Yeah, so did I. I thought his name was Shazam. Ah, that's right. I was gobsmacked when it found out it was Captain Marvel. <laughs> I was like, why would DC ever hear called Captain Marvel? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no ditch. <laughs> That's like Coke having a flavor called Pepsi. <laughs> New Coke, Pepsi flavored. Wait, what? <laughs> All right. All right. Click it. Uh, last week, I think, we reported that they're going to re-release the Marvel Universe Encyclopedia. Now they're releasing something different, Jonathan. The definitive history of the Marvel Universe is coming out in a new series written by none other than Mark Wade himself. 
basically what it is. It's the history of the Marvel Universe, all the big points along Marvel and how everything is connected. And this is the definitive version of this. Yeah, so it was the one I bought in 1980-whatever, called The Definitive History of the Marvel, whatever. <laughs> At the time. It's a six-issue series, again, written by Mark Wade, art by Javier Rodriguez, Steve, uh, covered by Steve McNiven. And he's a good artist. Yeah, and he was a cap artist for a while, wasn't he? I think he was. Or X-Men, maybe. He was somebody. Yeah. Solid. I know the name. Solid. Mm. So it'll be pretty cool to see how everything ties together. Yeah, these covers are online. They look pretty good. That's a nice-looking Galactus right there. Yeah. You ever notice Galactus only has the one pose? Yeah, that's right. Well, he's so tall. <laughs> Everything so has what, to be from looking. <laughs> no, I just mean with his hand outstretched. Like he's well, what do you want him to do? Hold a hamburger? I don't know. <laughs> what am I, the pose for? Squats? That's the question. <laughs> that is, no, that's a good point. That's true. Galactus. I'm like, who's this female one? Nova? Yeah, a female Nova. Oh, yeah, who is she? And, does that look like Wolverine over there, too? Yes. There's Odin with Molnir. Mjolnir. Silver Surfer. They yeah. gotta make a Silver Surfer movie. Eventually. That's the rumor. I mean, you know how I think of Secret War? Yeah. Or Invasion, Secret Invasion is the next thing. The, rumor, the new rumor is it's gonna be Galactus. But I don't know if they go cosmic again like that. Well, who knows? You can't have Galactus and not have Iron Man and Captain America fight him. That's just silly. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, right. uh, yeah, the definitive history of the Marvel Universe until they write the next definitive history of the Marvel <laughs> So uh, I'll, I'll probably read it. I'll I'm probably wait till, I'll wait till it's all out, and then I'll go to Barnes & Noble and read it. Like, I do treat Barnes & Noble like a library. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read it in trade paperback. No, I'm buying this one. This one looks interesting. I like it. Don't do it, man. You'll get sucked back in. I know you want it's Marvel. I kind of did. I kind of did. I bought that uh, Hanna-Barbera Future Quest. I'm loving that's that. D- that's DC, though. I know. It's still a comic book. Said, at least I got a comic book. No, I mean, Marvel Marvel won't suck you back in. You, you'll probably call me angry at the definitive history of the world. Because right? <laughs> you know they're going to change things. You know there's things that you think you know you that know, are going to be different. I hear you. No, you're yeah. right. If I, yeah. No, you're right. You usually am, my friend, when it comes to comics. Gotcha. Okay. Quick! <laughs> <laughs> what? I thought you were gonna go low. Well, I like I like to keep you guessing. Okay, keep that in. Um, <laughs> Alan, you, you old alcoholic, you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you two questions, Alan. What? Do you love Star Wars? Sure. And do you love alcohol? <laughs> Don't answer it, because now right. you can love them both at the same time. Wow. There's an official line of Star Wars-inspired alcoholic beverages coming from Disney, whose Lucasfilm banner filed trademark applications, securing rights for the nine adult drinks. The Blast Report, so it must be true, because <laughs> The Blast reported it. By the way, I'm reading this from comicbook.com. Um, you know what this reminds me of? Remember right before Christmas, the, the company that put out the uh, Star Wars-related candles? Yeah, that's what I thought you got a kick out of this article. Yeah, so... We, we, we should see if those candles aren't clearance anywhere. <laughs> I do a YouTube, YouTube video. YouTube video of us lighting them and smelling them. Um, <laughs> all right. So, I look, I don't have any idea what these flavors are. I'm just going to read the names. White Wampa. I don't know if that's an ale. I don't know what that is. <laughs> El Gamorian. Well, it's definitely an ale. El Gold Squad. El Gold Squadron Lager, which I might try because Gold Squadron. Right. Trandoshian Al, Trandoshian L, 
Okay. So, Tonare wine, Indo and white wine, Spice Runner hard cider. That sounds delicious. Corellian red wine. That sounds good. You know what Corellia, you know what Corellia is famous for? What? Han, who has no people. <laughs> Solo. It's from there. And Imperial. Uh, what? No. You're right? Yes. And Imperial Guard wine. Do you really want your Imperial Guards to be drinking? <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's funny. Um, the cantina serves as. Oh, what is this? Oh, well, I wonder if this plays into because remember, Star Wars Galaxy Edge is going to have an operating cantina within it that serves alcohol. Yeah. It'll be the so first time they're going to do like, something like that. I mean, it kind of makes sense. I mean, if you're immersed in this Star Wars, you spend all this money to make you feel like you're in that galaxy. Right. And you walk into, like, the, the most icy cantina and order a Bud Light <laughs> to kind of pull you out of the whole fantasy. So maybe maybe they'll have these there. But like, don't you think that's go. weird? They filed for a trademark for these names? Oh, who does that? Well, you have to. You do? Yeah, you can. I mean, if you want to name something Alan's Ale, and I'd be like, oh, I'll make an Ale and call it Alan's Ale. Ah, uh, okay. I guess so. Pretty sure that's how it works. Okay. Um. All right. This, yeah, this whole thing just went weird. <laughs> no, the whole story goes from the Ales to talking about the, the bar in Star Wars Galaxy. <laughs> Galaxy excuse me. Yeah, that's where they're going to serve all this stuff. Uh, like the entire Galaxy's Edge, all food and drink stops are from out of this world, as there are multiple stores set to feature first order and resistance-inspired designs. Uh, Galaxy's Edge opens May 31st at Disneyland Resorts and August 29th in Disney's Hollywood Studios at Walt Disney World. That's insane. Yeah. You know this, this article looks like cut and pasted? It looks like what? From an old, like they cut and pasted from an old article and just put the new information at the top. Oh. Well, anyway, yeah, maybe. so yeah, all right. Are you gonna try the Star Wars alcohols? Uh, I think I'm more excited just to go to the Galaxy's Edge. I think that's yeah. my priority. Uh, well, I want to stuff in. Oh, okay. The drinks likely be served at Uga Oga's Cantina. I found only this inch. Oh, uh, I thought maybe they'd put them in stores. Because, you know, Game of Thrones has, like, a bunch of alcohols out there in stores you could buy. Oh, do they really? Yeah, I would have bought the Gold Squadron Lager, Spice Runner, Hard Cider, and maybe the, the wines I would try. So, you know what's Not interesting with this whole Galaxy Edge? They're really trying to immerse you in the Star Wars experience. Right. Like, ordering the food, the drink, you know, the atmosphere, everything. It's as if you literally walked into the Star Wars universe. I mean, that's 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 pretty cool. And it's not gonna be real. I get the, it's not gonna be real to me unless I get to cut off some of these arms. <laughs> okay. Hey, we don't serve your kind here. Filipinos. What? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> yeah. All right, quick it. Quick it. You got a little loopy, my friend. I hear you. All right. Oh, Alan. Yeah. Guess where I'm going this weekend. Tell me. I'm going to Steel City Con in Monroeville, Pennsylvania. Slash Pittsburgh, Yeah. Uh, me and Pete are going. And we'll be doing a show about it on Fat Guys Little Coats. But you and I were talking beforehand that um, we might arrange for me to 
uh, either live stream on Instagram or YouTube, or maybe we'll just do a live show from a live podcast from there. Uh, we're going to work that out, but we're going to try to do something, right, Alan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, last yeah. I think last year you, you kind of went down through the lineup, and I was, I was like shocked how big that lineup was. All right, well, prepare to be shocked again, buddy. Okay, let me sit down. All right, so this is who we got this week. Yeah. This weekend. We've got Captain Kirk himself, William Shatner. We've got 80s team beat heartthrob Corey Feldman. Got a little mini Goonies reunion going on here. Not only is he going to be there, but so is K.U. Kwan, who was Data in the Goonies and short round in Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. Uh, we also have uh, Mickey Cuppies. Rob Schneider will be there. Uh, Judge Reinhold from Fast Times and Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, right on. Fast Times are yeah. Tom Berenger from Major League and Platoon. Wow. Uh, Ari Boswick from Rocky Horror and Spin City. Uh, Dennis O'Hare from a bunch of stuff. Uh, Laura Vandervoort, who was uh, Supergirl in Smallville. Mm-hmm. Dwight Schultz, the original Mad, da- Mad Dog Murdoch from the A-Team. And Lieutenant Barkley from Next Generation, Star Trek Next Generation. Uh, along with Captain Kirk, William Shatner, will be Walter Koning, who was the original Chekhov from Star Trek. Uh, Barbie Cl- Bobby Clark, who played the Gorn in the original series, Star Trek. Uh, Mr. Billy Zane, the Phantom himself. And oh, wow. The only bad guy in Titanic. <laughs> the, only, the only worst thing that happened to Titanic, except for the iceberg, uh, Billy Zane. Uh, Jim Ross, a wrestling announcing legend. Um, and there'll be another wrestler, Mark Henry. I believe he was called Sexual Chocolate back in the day, which nice. was hilarious. Yeah. And then there's a, um, a mini office reunion. You have Leslie David Baker, who played Stanley, Oscar, Oscar Nunez, who played Oscar, Kate Flannery, who played Meredith, Creed Bratton, who played Creed. Brian Bumgartner, who played Kevin. Kevin. Oh, I knew I was going to screw it up. And uh, yeah, so there'll be a mini office reunion there. Then you have Robert Duncan McNeil, who was in Star Trek Voyager. I think he's a director now. And Miss Lori Petty, who was in A League of Their Own and Tank Girl. Um, oh, I remember. Have, yeah. Uh, celebs that were going to be there, but canceled. Paulie Shore, Eddie Furlong, Avi Nash, and Karen Allen. Wow. That is yeah, a stacked lineup. Yeah, it's a pretty decent one. Yeah, it's going to be a fun show. Uh, me and Pete always have a good time when we're down there. Um, we've been there so much now, like people recognize us. Come on. Yeah, it's a fun time. We hang sweet. out at night. And, you know, we stay at the same hotel as as it's connected to the convention center. So if the stars hang at the convention center, we usually see them run into them. If they're really cool, we'll talk to them and hang out. That's pretty That's pretty. Uh, cool. uh, I want to have a drink with Laura Van Devoort if I can. Who wouldn't? Yeah, and Billy Zay, he looks like he'd be fun to hang out with. It. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, Skills to the Count by Roville, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, get your tickets. It's fun time. I'll be there um, maybe all three days. Definitely one day with my Nerd Me shirt on. So, if you see me, say hello. 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 We hope to, hope to see you there. Awesome. Sounds like fun. All right. Alan, thus ends Steel City Count update, and thus ends another episode of The Week. This is Alan signing off. This is Jonathan saying you stay classy wherever you are.